get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's that time of the week again here where we bring in our buddy Ben Heisler, Sports Illustrated uh, betting analyst. You can catch him on Twitter, Twitter rather, at Benny Heis. Uh, Benny, how you doing, buddy? We're without BK today, but I figured we upgraded. <laughs> good, good thing he doesn't listen to the show, right? <laughs> good to be with you guys. Happy early Thanksgiving to all of you. Thank you very much. Now, the best way you could do that for me is to help me with the Pick'em Challenge this week. And of I course. do, listen, I got to admit a couple things here. Last week, I went against you. Okay, I took the Seahawks over the Cardinals. Yeah, I didn't, Ben. I got some bones to pick, buddy. Yeah, Alex is a little hot under the collar. Uh, But, you know, at the end of the day, I just blame Alex for everything. So it's just fine. Um, So anyways, look, this week uh, we just found out that the Ravens-Steelers games have moved to Sunday. That doesn't really affect much. Hopefully they get to play it. But as we head into Thanksgiving Day, I'm looking at two games where I have no idea which direction to go. So the first one would be the Texans and the Lions at 12.30 p.m. It's going to be the big one to kick off the Thanksgiving Day games. I'm sitting here scratching my head, Benny. Where do I go with this one? I mean, you have two terrible defenses right now. So at least from a from a fantasy standpoint, you can get Lions and, and uh, Texans into the mix. Uh, we've already seen this line move initially from uh, the Texans opening up two-point road favorites. That line has since moved up to three after Detroit just put up an absolute stinker last week, and the Texans are coming off a win at home against the Patriots. Uh, This feels like it's a game that the Texans should win. They're finally starting to play a little bit better. Uh, The offense is making up for the the mistakes on the defensive side of the ball, but uh, assuming that Matthew Stafford actually might be healthy, assuming that Kenny Galladay might be back, uh, and DeAndre Swift, uh, is going to get in the mix as well. I, I kind of like the Lions to cover here, and I do think they can win this game outright. I've actually had a bit of a change of opinion here, guys, just because I feel like there's so much attention right now and so much love to a Houston Texans team that really hasn't done a whole heck of a lot to deserve it. So I, I look at Detroit and I say to myself, this is a team that at home, they've played in this game before. They tend to make these Thanksgiving games a lot closer than they probably should be. But getting DeAndre Swift back against one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL would make a big difference. So if he's healthy, uh, I like the Lions to win this game. All right, Benny. So let's get to this other Turkey Day game because uh, this one feels like a trap game for anyone doing this Pick'em Challenge because you got two awful teams in the in the Washington football team and the Cowboys <laughs> that uh, proved you otherwise last week thinking that they were awful. And let's be frank here, both are fighting for that top spot in the uh, ever-coveted NFC East division. 
That's true. And, and I don't know if they necessarily proved me wrong or proved me right in those games. <laughs> you, had, you had Washington going up against Cincinnati. They lose Joe Burrow during that game. And then after that, the, the Bengals offense kind of fell flat. And, and Washington actually, uh, from a defensive side of the ball with Ron Rivera there, has actually gotten better. Like They've actually been one of the best teams in the NFL over the last several weeks. It's slowing down wide receivers. They've given up the 32nd amount of fantasy points all season long to wide receivers this year. So that's a pretty impressive stat for a team that's supposed to be uh, downright awful with the rest of that division. Uh, you know, I was talking to our, our SI gambling insider, uh, Frankie Tadeo, over in Las Vegas, and he mentioned that several of his, of his sources mentioned that the wrong team is favored here, that this is purely a public play on the Dallas Cowboys, that he wouldn't be surprised if we start to see the line move in favor of Washington. Uh, you know, Alex Smith hasn't looked great, uh, but he's probably been the most stable option that they've had at the quarterback position this year. And he still has lots of offensive weapons around him, both in Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. Terry McLaren is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Logan Thomas has gotten more involved in the mix. So uh, I like Washington here. I like them going to Dallas. And, and just because the Cowboys beat a terrible Minnesota Vikings team uh, doesn't give me any reason to think that uh, they're going to change. Plus, Plus, Mike McCarthy is out here. I don't know if you guys saw this story. He's acting like Gallagher. He's smashing watermelons. Such a clown. Uh, so I'm all about Washington this week. I, I think that they are the underdogs when they really should be the team that's favored this week. We're talking with Ben Heisler, who's the uh, sports betting analyst for Sports Illustrated. Catch him on Twitter at Benny Heiss. Also, text line 65780, Air Comfort Service text line. If you have a fantasy question or a football pick you're looking to discuss, send it in. We'll ask Benny while we got him on the air. So, Benny, as I scan down my picks here, there's another one that sticks out to me that I just don't like this game, and that's the Panthers and the Vikings. One, I don't know if Teddy B is going to be back or not. Then secondly, I go, does it matter? Because they won last week without Teddy B. However, the Vikings, I think, are a better team than they played last week. This one has me scratching my head. What direction would you go in straight pick them? Straight pick them. I'd probably lean towards the Minnesota Vikings. You're right. I, I think they are a better team than what they indicated last week. Their defense is still a mess. Uh, and I would anticipate that this game probably hits the over as well. You know, Kirk Cousins actually historically over the course of his career has been a pretty good player when it comes to these uh, Sunday early start games at home. Uh, he's actually put up really strong numbers over the course of his career. The Panthers are an atrocious team at stopping the run. That plays right into the favor of Dalvin Cook, who should have a monster game. And for anybody who's playing DFS this week, I think Dalvin Cook becomes an absolute priority for you to have as a staple in your cash game lineups. But I, I do think Minnesota can pull it off. Uh, it's another week of tape that they can get on P.J. Walker. Uh, and, yeah, the Vikings defense, especially their secondary, has gotten shredded as of late. But uh, I do look for Carolina to put up some points. But I just think Minnesota is in a better opportunistic matchup. They're at home, and that's a bit of a difference here. I'll take Minnesota. All right, Benny. Um, Jamie Rivers has been crying into his water Whoa. bottle all day today because Bruce Arians is being too mean to Tom Brady. He doesn't have the clout to be mean to my boy. So we got TB12 against uh, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, an ugly loss for Tampa Bay, of course, on Monday Night Football. Could we potentially see Tampa make this interesting and close when it comes to the overall point total? Ah, to the overall point total, you're looking at it at around 55 and a half, 56. Um, yeah, I, I think so. What did Kansas City's defense do against the Raiders last week that showed any inclination that you know they're starting to improve in the right direction? Uh, the difference is that Derek Carr was able to take some downfield chances 
against Kansas City. And Tom Brady right now is not hitting on the deep ball. Like, it's just he has electric wide receivers around him, and it's just not presenting himself to him. I don't know whether it's it's in his legs or whether or not he's not at 100%. There's something that's still a little bit off right now about Tom Brady. You know, if you can incorporate, you know, guys like Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown in space and throw up a couple 50-50 balls to Mike Evans, then, yeah, they can absolutely try to keep up for a while with Kansas City. There's enough talent on the offensive side of the ball to do so. But I, I just, I'm never going to go against Patrick Mahomes, especially when he has the ball late in his hands. It's going to be a substantially better defense that he'll face than the Raiders. But I do think the Chiefs on the road, minus three and a half, probably seems like the right number there. I, I think that line might even move continuing in favor of Kansas City just because of how much the public loves him. So I'll take Kansas City to win the game. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay is always going to probably keep it close and keep it competitive. But the fact that Tom Brady can't go deep, which is where the Chiefs have gotten killed all year, I, I think that's the difference in the game. Okay, so you just proved my point for me, Benny. Tom Brady can't go deep, okay? The guy is 73 years old. <laughs> Okay, he's seventy three years See, old. He's crying, Benny. But why would he's the he's the he's the coming to America equivalent of Joe Lewis still <laughs> playing in the league? Yes, he is, and that's okay though, because Joe Lewis was fine. Okay, now what I have a problem with is Bruce Arians is demanding a system out of a guy who can't do it. But the games where they've been successful, where they put up thirty or forty points. Tom Brady has hit the mid-tier coverage where he's gone short yes. routes, mid-routes, and he's gotten the odd long ball. But Bruce Arians keeps asking him to go deep, and there's really nothing in the middle lying there. So all the D has to do for the other teams is drop back into coverage, and there's nothing available. Right. And the other thing, too, about Tampa Bay, that they, I have to give them a lot of credit for this, is that when it comes to bouncing back after everybody has ruled them out, um, they, they've done so. Like That's been Tom Brady's M.O. over the course of his career. He just hasn't lost a lot of games. But, but this year especially, they, they recognize the mistakes that they've made. Uh, you think about that, that loss in Week 1 to the Saints, came right back against Carolina in Week 2. Same thing when they got blown out by the Saints uh, a couple of weeks ago. They came back, had another solid performance. So that's why I, I expect Tom Brady to have a good game against Kansas City's defense. I just don't know if it'll be enough to win. Uh, but they do tend to recognize their mistakes, like you said, Rivers, and, and understand what they're doing and how to be a little bit more opportunistic moving forward. I will say this though, like your guy, Tom Brady, <laughs> if he's just not at the level of shaking hands with, uh, with the, the non upper tier quarterback, he's like a he's cry baby Nicole, guys, if Jared Goff, like, like what are we doing? He cries here? like Jamie does. No, listen, have you guys not heard of something out there? It's called COVID-19. Tom has got to be very careful. Those hands are precious. Check the tape, Benny. Okay, so He's been the other, shaking the hands other guys, all season. The other old quarterback in Drew Brees, who also needs to be aware. And while, meanwhile, he's dealing with you know, a collapsed lung. Yeah, he has no problem finding Breeze twice this Thank year. you very much, Benny. Check the tape. Tommy's okay, okay with su- shaking everyone's hand. We're shutting off everybody's mic except mine here right now. Um, <laughs> okay, last one I got for you, Benny, before we let you go. At the Miami Dolphins, the, some interesting maneuvers this year. Three and three, they go to Tua. They he wins three in a row. They're six and three. They go with him for three quarters of the game. Pull him out in the fourth quarter. Go back to Fitz Magic. They're kind of I don't know what to think of them right now. However, the good news for them is they're playing the New York Jets, which could usually solve a lot of people's problems. But the question I have regarding this game is not to pick them. Is will the Dolphins cover the spread? So right now you're looking at it at either minus seven or plus six and a half in some spots. Uh, and I think they will. The, the, the Jets have only covered, I think, twice over the course of the year. We're now in week 12 
of the NFL. So, yeah, the, the Jets might be able to hang around. We'll see who ends up being the starting quarterback. If it's Sam Darnold, uh, I think they might be able to keep it a little bit closer. If it's Joe Flacco, I'll happily hop on the Dolphins' side. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the Jets, are, I, their defense, you feel like, you know, the initial start to games, uh, they're pressuring the quarterback, maybe they force a turnover, and then their offense tends to do very little with it. Uh, and conversely, the Dolphins' defense up until last week had been playing exceptionally well. So they have another opportunity to go on the road against the Jets. I think they'll bounce back to where we saw them play over the last several weeks. Uh, Brian Flores has done a good job of outcoaching Adam Gates over the course of, of the last two years. So I, I'm all in favor uh, of Miami covering the spread here, I, I, especially uh, if this line ends up continuing to move, which I believe it will. I, I'd rather jump on them at either minus seven uh, certainly if you can get him at minus six and a half before that hook comes in. He's Ben Heisler. He's our buddy who helps us out every week. He's also sports betting analyst for Sports Illustrated. You catch him at on Twitter at Benny Heis. Benny, thanks so much for your time, buddy. I hope you have an incredible Thanksgiving. I hope that all of your picks are correct. I th- hope you're rolling around in money with your bets, and we'll talk <laughs> to you next week. Hopefully uh, we're all a little happier. Yeah, a little happier, a little bit richer, and uh, certainly a little bit fatter after we all just eat ourselves. Uh, It's silly. Thank you, guys. Always good to talk to you. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You too, buddy. Thanks a lot, man.